And welcome back to the Big Wake Up Call. I'm Ryan Gatenby. And time for my next guest. We have a returning guest, which is always good. Means it went well the last time. We are going to talk about uh, a fun new book. It is Keeper of the Lost Cities, the graphic novel part one. It's now available where books are sold. And we are going to visit with Shannon Messenger. Shannon, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, last time you were here, we were talking about uh, Keeper of the Lost City, Stellar Loon. Now you have, and, and this is wonderful, Keeper of the Lost Cities, the graphic novel. And I think you've got a hit here because when a book usually goes on to be successful, uh, my daughter grabs it away from me as soon as it came in. So the minute I unwrapped this, it was uh, it was taken away from me. Oh, that's a great sign. Uh, tell your daughter that I, I hope she enjoyed <laughs> It's, uh, you know, and if there had been books like this when I was eight years old, I think I would have read a lot more fantasy and, and fiction. It just, it makes it so much more uh, approachable, I think. Exactly. I mean, it's so funny to me that there's such a controversy over, you know, should we let kids read graphic novels or, or should we force them to stay with, uh, with prose novels? And it's like, I think the real victory is getting kids to read whatever format that may be. And if, if they like having the graphic novel format, why why would we ever want to discourage that? It's still reading. So I'm super excited that it now exists in both formats for whichever way that readers want to come at it, or both, if they are so inclined. Well, I agree. I don't see how this takes away from, I don't know why it would be controversial. You're telling the story, and absolutely, I think... You know, sometimes this could be kids' first entry into this whole genre, and once you have them hooked, yeah, there's room for both graphic novels and 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 uh, normal prose novels. I re- I read both. I'm not afraid to say I read graphic novels. I read a ton. I'm looking at a bookshelf full of them yeah. right now. <laughs> I, exactly. I I think they're they're a great format, and and there are some stories, honestly, that I think are told better. Oh yeah. In graphic novel format than prose format. So I mean. It, I think they both are valuable ways for books to exist. Is this something you always thought about doing, was adapting one of your books for this? Oh, this is total author bucket list. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where um, obviously graphic novels are very expensive for publishers to make. They, you know, have to pay for an artist. They have to pay for full color printing and all those kinds of things. So I had raised the idea a few different times and it was just like, oh, I don't know, Shannon. And then the series took off and became this kind of global thing. And then finally they said, yes, let's do a graphic novel. And I, you know, did a happy dance and probably looked super uncool, but nobody was there to see it. So it doesn't really matter. (laughs) And it's been so fun watching the process and watching it come to life. And now finally having it come out into the world. I, I hope readers love it as much as I do. I'm totally geeking out about it. So what is it like adapting it for a graphic novel? Obviously there are some, cuts you need to make. You're not telling the exact story word for word. You don't need a lot of the exposition. So so how do you do that? How do you go about, uh, and, and it's your work, I imagine, when you're writing it, you see it visually. But uh, yeah, how is that uh, part of that process go? So one of the first things I said, which probably caught them by surprise, was I said, I don't actually want to write the initial adaptation of it. I wanted somebody new yeah. because I felt like I was too close to it, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to see what changes needed to be made initially. And I would be too like, no, we've got to do this. And because that's how it is in the book. And so I wanted it to be that somebody else came in and kind of did 90% of the adapting. And then I would just kind of take a look at it after that and say, 
ooh, I wish we'd found a way to put these things in, or I would change this because it doesn't seem like the way the characters would be. Um, and then I was very involved in the art process. They sent me the art at every single stage and had me weigh in on different things. And also the, at that point, they were starting to drop in the text of the adaptation so that I could see how it was actually playing out with the images and give all kinds of changes. So I was definitely involved in every single word and every single page, but it started with somebody else kind of doing the broad strokes for me, someone who was a little bit less close to the process and could be a little bit more objective. Well, that's a lot of trust you're putting in in someone adapting. And, and of course, your illustrator, who's absolutely wonderful in making these characters come to life. So when you saw the first draft or the first pages that were sent to you what was what was your initial reaction like what you know was it how you'd ever imagined uh the characters would would appear uh it's funny because I, I, I both of the people who involved gabriella and selena um they said they were part of a, like an audition process and so oh, wow. i had seen a few different a few different writing samples from um different people who would be doing the adaptation and i saw a ton of portfolios and so and both times you kind of had that moment of you're like you're looking through and and there's a few that you're just like oh this is great but it's not right for for this project and then there's others that you're like yeah maybe and then all of a sudden you stumble across that one that's just like no this is it and it was very much that way both with Selena's writing sample for um the 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 chapter sample that she sent as far as her adaptation and then Gabriella's sketches of the characters it was I, I was very Specific in that I wanted a different style that we haven't seen from the series before because I really wanted to try to visually communicate like this is Keeper, but it's also some, it's different Keeper, it's graphic novel Keeper. And so I certainly didn't want it to look like the cover art or, or anything like that. Right. Um, and so I wasn't exactly sure what style I wanted. I just knew I wanted different. And so we were looking at all different things. And when Gabriella's style came through, it was, it's, I, I, could have, I call it manga meets Disney. Um, it kind of has that that feel, and it it felt both kind of classic, but also very in line with what we're seeing on shelves these days. And I was just like, that's it. Th- those are my characters. And it was so fun to see them with this kind of different style with outlines and, and sort of like the, the slightly bigger, like a little bit more cartoon style eyes yeah. and things like that. But it was, but that's them. That's so them. So it was really fun. And now we have uh, the graphic novel part one. How far into the story do we get with, with this book? We get about halfway. Um, it, we really were trying to pick a moment where it would feel like, okay, we, could, we understand why we're pausing here. It doesn't feel like we're just like in the middle of a scene or something like that. But also, um, you know, the, the graphic novel couldn't end up being like, as it is, it's, it's it's quite a quite a thick book, and so it couldn't end up being you know six hundred pages. It would be it would be way too hard to bind. So that's why we split it up, and that's with taking scenes out. Um, it just is one of those things where the the book has a lot to it, and we had originally planned to chop more out than we did, but it it gave it this weird rushed feel, um, and it it kind of took out a lot of the emotion of the book by just kind of hitting those plot beats and jumping from plot beat to plot beat and yeah. not really giving them time to to feel what the characters are feeling. And so we decided that it made for a much better book to split this, the book in half and have it be two graphic novels, that it made the story stronger and, and it just readers will be much happier with it overall by having it split in two. 
Well, and where you stop it, it seems like if somebody's really dying to know the rest of the story, then there's a, a perfect entryway to uh, to go on to the rest of the books. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like the, the those who are eagerly awaiting the next book in the series where there's nothing out there that exists for them and they just have to right. patiently wait for me to write as fast as I can. <laughs> Uh, and what I really like, and, and I know we're we're up against it here, but I really like in the back of the book, you have how to draw the characters for young illustrators. And I think that's what my daughter loved almost as much as the rest of the book. She she really wants to uh, be an illustrator. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, I found out, you know, just with the way that publishing works, that we were going to have some extra pages in there. And so, so they were like, what would you want to fill it with? And that was my first thought was, you know, I have a feeling, I, I know 12 year old me, I was an art major when I got to college. And before that, all I did was draw or read. And so having something that was kind of art and words and, and then being able to learn how to draw that art would just, I, that would have been all I, I would have liked, this would have been the book that was always with me so that I could draw or, or read it. And so that was kind of, what I suggested, and I was so excited that the artist was willing to kind of break break it down and 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 make those how to draw pages for us. This is the book I would have wanted when I was a kid, so I'm glad it's out now and available for for my daughter and all the kids that want to get into the series. It's Keeper of the Lost Cities, the graphic novel part one. It's now available where books are sold. The author is my guest, Shannon Messinger. Th- Shannon, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, and uh, please write another book so you can come back. Thank you so much. I'm working as fast as I can.